stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hey, baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs and have some fun. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Giants Report. I am your host, the Mage. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts. Murph, what's up, Murph? Not much, man. Sleepy today. today. What's up with you? You all right? Well, sleepy. A little sleepy? Yeah. You sound sick as well. You sure it's not the vid? Well, uh, I wasn't planning on recording because you bailed on us earlier and then you came back to life. Well, I didn't bail. I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it at the uh, aforementioned time, Murph. I was taking it as a bail. What does that have to do with you being sick? Uh, I'm not sick. I was uh, just taking a little siesta. Uh, You sound sick. I'm not sick. I... CJ, doesn't he sound sick? He sounds like he's got a little bit of the sniffles. Absolutely. Oh, wait. It, it, we, we even started. My boy is here. Let's go. Nick Take the, the wick. wick. Mage fan club. I love it. Nick, uh, I, 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 I love Nick. Nick is uh, found me on What Do You Say? You know, longtime follower and supporter of uh, The Entertainer. So, But uh, he followed us over to What Do You Say? Love you, Nick. Thank you for joining us. What's up, CG? How are you? What's up, Mage? How you doing today? Not too bad. I'm hanging in there trying to do the best I can, surviving like everybody else. I am beerless today, so I, I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm drinking water. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be a great show or not. But before we get into it, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Follow me at the Mage underscore NFL. Follow CG at CGF underscore NFL. And follow Murph absolutely nowhere because he has been booted off of every platform except for MySpace. If you do have that, please follow him there. All right. Oh, and follow the uh, podcast at Giants Report Pod on Twitter and Instagram. So what's up, guys? Where do, where do we want to start today? The Giants finally got... Their roster down to 53. Any surprise cuts for you? Uh, well, I guess if you were looking at Giants Twitter today, you'd see say Quincy Roche was a surprise cut. Uh, I, I kind of felt like he was going to get cut just because he wasn't the best scheme fit in my own mind. But I don't know. I mean, everyone was kind of saying Oshin Zimenez was going to get cut. Everyone's been talking about Darius Slayton going somewhere else. And at the end of the day... You know, if you were, you know, following some of the insiders, a lot of the moves kind of went down as we expected. Though I did feel that Davis Webb would have made the team. Um, Originally, we had Davis Webb not making the team. Uh, Last week's 53 that we did, we only rolled with Daniel Jones and Tyrod. And then I kind of got bullied into including Davis Webb in my 53-man projection. Um, There was one player who didn't make the team. Daniel Bellinger with a A didn't make the team. Daniel Bellinger yeah. with the I made the team. You you let you you had to let me know yesterday because I put. I did, team. yeah, because yeah. you had you had Daniel <laughs> Bellinger. This, this guy, team. I have no idea who the hell he was, but I'm glad that Daniel Bellinger did. 
Now, I'm giving my kid a bath, actually. This is a funny story. I'm giving my kid a bath, and I get this text message from the mage, and he, he says, uh, he, he says Daniel Belger was misspelled. I, I went back, and I looked, and I said, oh, I did misspell Actually, I said, who is Daniel Bellinger? <laughs> <laughs> well, my bad. I screwed that up. But, you know, that Belger with an A got cut, so that maybe one of the biggest surprises. <laughs> I I was not surprised that Quincy Roche uh, got cut. Honestly, I didn't have him making it on my fifty-three man roster. Um, I just, did have I did put O'Shane Zimenez in there just because Quincy Roche kind of looked lost. And um, Nick DeWick brings up before we get to you real quick, Murph. Uh, he's surprised that Tomon Fox did make the team. Hmm. So it, there were two rookies. Not well, not really. <clears throat> only, yeah, only one undrafted free agent. One undrafted. We drafted DJ Davidson. I thought we yeah. picked him. Up. Yeah, last year he was like the seventh round, sixth All round. Right. Um, so Murph, any surprise cuts? No, you? Quincy. I mean, but just back to Quincy. I mean, I think we talked about it last week. He just didn't. He didn't look right. He didn't look right standing up as an edge rusher. He just to me. Right. And I asked Bobby earlier, but um. You know, he didn't agree, but um yeah, he just didn't he just didn't really fit for me. I always kind of felt like he needed his hand in the dirt. Um other than that though, no, not really. I mean, I, I would have liked to see Corbin have made the team. I thought he was gonna probably be our kick returner. So um Corbin was they, one guy that I had on my fifty three that got cut, but yeah. Yeah, I mean Brita made it, um probably by default in my opinion. Um, just knowing the system, obviously. but Which, again, I kind of, you know, and you say this all the time, Murph. Um, what's up, TJ? Thanks for joining us. Uh, no free rides, man. And that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like Breda got a free ride with this, Murph, no? Yeah, I mean, he did. Our boy Ryan was saying the other day, what kind of money did we give him? I don't know if we gave him a bunch of guaranteed money or a multi-year deal, but um, I don't know. Maybe you can look that up, Mish, but. No, yeah, I mean, I, I don't get it. It's obviously a system system thing similar to Tyrod. Um, but, you know, they said they're going to try to stash Corbin. I don't see that happening. He's probably going to get picked up, dude, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I um, agree. I agree 100% on that. I mean, Corbin, I actually felt, would have a little bit of a slight edge based on the preseason over Brita because Brita really didn't play. He didn't show us anything. But at the end of the day, familiarity trumped, you know, performance on the field. So, you know, Brita gets a shot for the regular season, and we're gonna, like you said, we hope to get him through on the practice. Are you guys surprised that Davis Webb was cut? I mean, the way I look at that whole thing is uh, he should have probably won the quarterback two position, in my opinion. But again, Tyrod is a system. Well, I guess they're both system guys, but Tyrod has a multi-year deal. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, I put out a tweet, and you're gonna have to stop freaking doing that. Stop calling Tyrod a system guy. Tyrod, Tyrod left the Bills in 2017, right before Brian Dable got here. Tyrod Taylor was in Cleveland in 2018, Brian Dable's first uh, first stint with the Buffalo Bills. Stop well, calling him okay, No system guy, but again, multi-year deal with guaranteed money, so you kind of have to years, cater to him. In my opinion, you shouldn't. Um, Webb probably should have made that. I have a feeling Webb's still going to be sticking around, so we'll see more of him. Um, but I mean, Tyrod shouldn't have, excuse me, Tyrod shouldn't have beaten that web. Um, no, but are we surprised? No. Um, 
And then Slayton, obviously, we all had our eyes on that today. Um, so but Matt that's Brader, not over. That's not over. Matt Brader, the cap number is about a little more than $1 million, less than $1.1. What kind of guaranteed money did they give him that signing? Um, signing bonus. I think from what I'm seeing, it looks like two one fifty. And then uh, he got a prorated bonus of one twenty seven plus a workout bonus. So two seventy. I really like him though. That's the thing. I like him, but he has no business being on this roster. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree with you too. I mean, from a depth perspective, we look at the areas, and I'm sure we'll talk about this a little later. We there's no if you need if there's a place you can cut, you can cut Burita because we need you know the strength in our tight ends. We need to strengthen our cornerbacks, and you know I. I mean, I understand why they kept him, but we could have we guys moved on. The Giants kept five running backs. Now, special teams. Supposedly, I mean, I, I've seen conflicting information about this, but Dan Duggan said that essential Platzcomer doesn't count because of the exemption. I've read that the exemption was only good towards the ninety-man roster, not towards the fifty-three. But apparently, the Giants can carry him without taking up a roster spot according to Dan Duggan. But aside from that, the Giants obviously kept Saquon, Matt Parada, Antonio Williams, Gary Brightwell, and Sandro. Five running backs for a team? That's kind of crazy. It's kind of out there. Now, we know that Gary Brightwell plays special teams, so that's fine. Does Antonio, Antonio Williams, Williams doesn't? No. He doesn't. Breda doesn't. Are we sure Antonio Williams doesn't play specials? As as far as I know, I'm at least here he has it. Is what you're saying? Well, I don't think he. I'm not sure he, he had the opportunity in Buffalo really either because he was hurt, wasn't he? I think he was hurt a little bit, but I, I haven't seen him much out on the special teams at all. I mean, but that does give us a little bit of an insight of what they they're valuing going into the season because you know our special teams did not look good in the preseason. So I think they're rolling the dice thinking, okay, we're going to bring some guys on who, at least for now, are are been known historically to do well in the special teams. Well, I mean, let's talk about surprise or surprises that did make the roster. Carter Coughlin. Hmm. I mean, are you guys – I mean, Murph, you're – Kind of disagreeing. Did you anticipate that he was going to make this roster card to call for? No, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just. I think I'm freezing a little bit. Um, again, he's another one. He's a special teams guy. Um, I don't Are think he's. Yeah, he's going to play. He can play specials. He's just. He's a body, I guess. You know, there's there's guys that play absolutely no specials, that you know, and it, when people think specials, it's like oh, kick return, punt return. Obviously, punt returners, but like, you know, there's got to be 11 men on the field, right? Um, so Carter Coughlin's a guy that was probably on that roster bubble, but he, but he's got, he's got both parts of his game. I mean, his transition to linebacker hasn't been anything special or to cry home to, um, but I mean, if he plays specials, dude, you, well, look, we got to fill a, a roster, right? Um, that's a that's a guy that if Beavers was healthy is is he on the roster today? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. You know Kalitra, same thing. Is he on the roster today? If Beavers doesn't get hurt. I don't know. I think Kalitro 
his his camp actually sealed it for him. I felt that he was on the bubble. But getting back to, I'm really surprised that Cam Brown and Carter Coughlin made this team. I was pretty much going either or going into you know the 53, and both were able to you know make make the team, which is goes back to the point. You know, they're they are definitely valuing the specialist teams, and I, I assume that's really why they were were kept. Special teams has been bad. I kind of anticipated that Cam Brown was going to make this team because Absolutely. of the special yeah. team. But I had absolutely no plan for him to be a captain. But, dude, I hope Cam Brown can turn into something. All right, so I'm looking at the Giants 53 right now. I'll just go ahead and rattle this off just in case anybody by some chance hasn't heard it. <laughs> but Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Matt Breda, Gary Brightwell, Chris Myerick, uh, Antonio Williams, Daniel Bellinger, Tanner Hudson. Offensive line, Bredesen, Azudu, Feliciano, Garcia, Glowinski, Devery Hamilton, Shane Lemieux, Evan Neal, Andrew Thomas. At wide receiver, Kenny Galladay, Richie James, Wondell Robinson, Sterling Shepard, David Sills, Kadarius Toney, and surprisingly, Darius Slayton's still on this team. Does that surprise you guys? Um, I don't think he's going to make it to September 11th. I think they're trying to figure out a way to deal him. And if they can't, they'll probably begrudgingly. They, they need the money, though. That's For me, it's like they need that money in order to, you know, fill out some of the other weak spots on this roster. You know, I've tweeted earlier. I'm not going to get into it too much, but they have some major holes that they kind of need to reinforce before September 11th before that first game. And, you know, I guess they're trying to find a trade partner or trying to get something for him. What do you guys think? Yeah, so – it was reported, I believe, Murph, help me if you um, remember, but it was the Bears, the Tennessee Titans, um, the Jets. Uh, I feel like there was another team. Rams. Was it the Rams? It might have been the Rams. It, yeah. That all kind of inquired about Darius Slayton, uh, which is intriguing. So right now, honestly, if, I, if I'm the Giants, I would trade him straight up for Denzel Mims. I do like Mims. I, I think Mims is kind of the guy that the Giants need. He's he's more of a physical receiver, uh, was kind of that guy at Baylor, too. He, he's not a finesse guy. The Giants need a guy that can go up and battle and, you know, make those contested catches. Um, yeah, so I, I would love to do a swap with Darius Lane for Denzel Mims. I don't think they're going to do that, though. Um, the money's about the same anyway, so it wouldn't matter in terms of saving cap. Um, I was listening to a space yesterday with uh, Patricia Trana, and she thinks that no matter what, the Giants are going to have to restructure or um, do something with some of these contracts to free up space. And I just don't see any way around it. Yeah, I agree. Well, well it starts with Leo, right? I mean, Leo and Slayton. You're probably going to restructure Leo, probably going to get Slayton off the roster. Um, at this point, he's – He's probably not going to get bit like he did with Bradbury, man. Like, he's got to take anything that, that's offered, right? I don't know. What do you and do here? Because it, we, it, we have it, a shortage. It, it, this is honestly such a good question, too. And um, what's up, Taj? Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, you know, but I think the question is, and, you know, anybody that's here in the chat, if they want to get involved in this, 
the Giants wide receiving crew has been injured a lot in the past. Darius Slayton has been one guy that's been pretty consistent. He's been one guy that has played through injuries. I'm not ready to just give him away for nothing. If it's a seventh rounder, I'm not sure if that's worth it to me. I agree. Why would you why would you trade someone who's averaged, I think if I look if I have the stats correctly, like over six hundred and fifty yards the last two seasons? Why would you trade that? that? He was the leading wide receiver yeah. in two thousand nineteen and two thousand twenty. Why would you trade that for a seventh round pick? I mean, if they're gonna trade Darius Slayton, they need to trade him for something that's gonna help this team this year. And and you know, trade him for a cornerback, trade him for a tight end. I mean Offensive line help if they need to trade them, trade them for something that could benefit the team now. Not something a seventh round pick, which is really, you know, you're not gonna odds odds on you're not gonna get much for a seventh round during the draft. So hopefully they can do something in regards to maybe getting something back. Because that C B two is sitting there and I I'm worried about it. I really am. Yeah, so am I. But I, I also don't think that you just give them away for nothing either. Well, it's got to be something. I mean, seventh is nothing. I know I know what you guys mean. Um, but yeah, he I'm, was I'm a fifth-round pick. Can't, he, he can't be cut. He cannot be cut. He'll wind up in Dallas. They cut him. He's going to wind up in Dallas. Well, you know, just you that know. aside, you can't cut him because you're getting absolutely nothing for him with a wide receiver need already on the roster. He's he's a caught in the cat battle where he's really not that good, but we kind of need him. But you know, you're really weighing can I get something more off the street for the same for a better value for basically the same production, or am I keeping a guy that caught ATDs from my quarterback that needs to have a, a career year? Okay, I hate, I'm not a slave performer or, or supporter, but like. I'm giving him away for a seventh. Probably shouldn't, but completely understand your point of view. Um, but you can't get rid of him. You can't cut him. So, I mean, he's here, right? Uh, I'll be honest. I, I kind of like Darius Lee, and I kind of enjoy his time here. I think he's pretty funny. I think he rolls with the punches. You know, his interactions with BJ Hill on Twitter before he got traded were pretty funny. Um, I, I think I think he's a guy who gets it, though, you know? Um just sucks because he hasn't been very good um, in terms of holding on to the football when thrown to him. That's why Giants fans are looking to upgrade. But Murph, we'll come back to that because I know that name shook, shook free earlier that you're interested in. So uh, let's continue here with the defensive line. The Giants are keeping DJ Davidson, Justin Ellis, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Nick Williams. No surprises there, I don't think. Inside linebacker, Cam Brown, Austin Calitro, Carter Coughlin, Tay Crowder, Blake Martinez, Micah McFadden. So the only surprise there for me who I thought was on the bubble was probably Carter Coughlin, who, again, was probably saved by guys like Darian Beavers getting injured. Or um, we lose anybody else recently? No, right? I think Beavers was the big one. Yeah. Uh, outside linebacker. Yaziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau, Jahad Ward, Ellison Smith, O'Shane Zimenez, and then Toman Fox. So, Toman, I did have making the roster. Did I or didn't I? I did at one point. I'm not sure on my latest projections if I did. You did. Um, 
We did on the last show, at least. All right, yeah. So Tomon Fox is in. Uh, that's certainly. Uh, I don't know if it's a surprise, but he's certainly a roster bubble type of guy. Um, at DB, we got Dane Belton, Cordell Flott, Darnell, uh, Darnay Holmes, Odori Jackson, Julian Love, Xavier McKinney, Aaron Robinson, Radarius Williams. I think no surprises there. Uh, Khalil Dorsey was cut. Darius Evans was cut. Elijah Griffin was cut. And then special teams, obviously, Gano, Gillen, and Kreider. So, um, do you – I mean, no other surprises there and then. So, do you guys want to move into uh, the NFL, who shook, who shook free, and who you would be interested in? Sure. I mean, there are definitely a couple of names today. I mean, one of the big ones – was Alex Leatherwood. I'm really curious to know your guys' take on him. Well, I saw a stat earlier that he gave up the most pressures last year um, as a tackle. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not using my number one waiver claim on him. Well, by the way, it's um, sports update account. Ari Marinov, I forget what his name is, but he said that if the Giants have basically the fifth waiver wire, if they put in six claims, they get all those claims before it goes to the next team. So I think we were talking about this, though, but, like, I think they get all the rights to those players. So they're probably right because, like, what happens if they don't get signed? It just goes back into the pool? I think no. it's based on – if the other teams ahead of them don't put in a claim before that. So I, I do know I, that waivers thing, doesn't reset and it, it'll just constantly be the same order. But the thing that I was confused about CG is that, all right, the Jaguars have the number one waiver warrior claim. They get first dibs at whoever they want, but yeah. you can only claim one player. Hmm. Then the second team goes and third team and the fifth team, et cetera. And then it just kind of like recycles back through again, pretty much. But it, what they're saying is if Jaguars put in a claim for six players, the Jaguars will get all six players before the team with the second waiver priority will get one. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent familiar with the process, but that could be the case. It depends on if there's any exceptions. Saying, I just never heard that done before. Yeah. Well, let's look it up, boys. Y'all keep talking. No, I mean, I don't know if that's the case or not, I, I can't imagine a team putting in six waiver claims. I mean, there's a, those are six roster spots where you got to pretty much dump the player. I mean, that has happened before, but I could imagine maybe one or two. So um, I'm sure the Giants are going to be active though with the waiver, you know, Damn, man. <clears throat> it looks like that is the case. Hmm. So, it's kind of it's a good blog by DraftKings because it's they're basically saying fantasy football versus real football. There are two ways in which the NFL waiver wire differs. One, teams do not lose priority after they make a claim. If the team with the number one waiver priority puts in three waiver claims, they will get all three players. Hmm. 
So that's the case, I guess. So we got to hope that it's, one of the I'm players pretty sure won. that's the case until this, obviously the season starts. And then obviously it says some players are not eligible for the waiver wire and they become immediate free agents. No, is this is all for the season. No, after the trade deadline. What? <clears throat> Vested vets will go through waivers if released. How is waiver priority decided? Well, that doesn't, I don't understand that though, because like, wouldn't that, in my opinion, I would just want to tank, <laughs> right? Because then you're telling me I basically have waiver priority for the rest of this. The summer, I get the number one pick and I get waiver prior. But what, how many good players are actually going to be on waivers? Let's, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that's a reason to tank, though, either. I mean, but is it saying that this is how it is for the whole year? All right, well, as you learn how to read, um, can we just go through who some of the targets should be? <clears throat> Well, are we talking waiver targets or vet vested free agent targets? Murph, who would you like to add to this team, Murph? I'd like to add Tony Jefferson, oh, but not he's not going to be on waivers. All right, so amazing guy. They said hopefully they signed uh, Tony yeah. Jefferson as well. So I, I'd like to see that. That'd be All right, cool. So, well, but here's the question, though. You're adding Tony Jefferson to this roster. What are you doing with Julian Love then? Does Julian Love become your outside corner? I mean, we need it, right? We fucking need it, and he has experience there, and he know damn well he's going to be down to do it. I mean, is that is that what their plan is? Because I, if I correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure the only there's only three safeties on the roster right now, so maybe that's what they're thinking. One is still hurt. Yeah. So, I I don't know about that. I, I mean, that would be the cheap thing to do, but that's putting a lot of faith in Julian Love to play, you know, that position. I know that he's played in the past. I mean, I, the only thing is I can't I, – I think he's better suited for the safety position than he is outside corner. Um, So, I don't know. The question is, if you do sign a guy like Tony Jefferson, what are you doing with Julian Love then? You're not moving Xavier McKinney, are you? Well, this is one of those questions where I always go back to what are the Giants trying to accomplish? Do we want vet bodies? Because as of today, it looks like we don't want vet bodies. I would like Tony Jefferson as the fan in me, but like, do we think that they want that? I mean, they cut Andrew Adams so they could give the young guys reps, right? Um, I, I I talk to my buddies about this all the time, but like, I'm still kind of confused what the vision is here. If they sign Tony Jefferson tomorrow. I'm kind of going to be like, damn, they really do want to compete. If they don't, I'm kind of like, well, they want to let love, like you guys are saying, grow into something. What, which is it? And I honestly don't even know if I know that answer yet. In my opinion, they want to save as much money as they can for next year. Well, then you don't sign Tony Jefferson. When you inherit a roster, such as the New York Giants, 
I think it's about instilling the program, instilling the system, instilling the offense or installing the offense, installing the defense. And then you're trying to figure out this year, I think, what guys you want to keep while being competitive. I don't see them spending money on guys like Tony Jefferson just because the cap carries forward. If they don't spend that money this year, that's extra money that they have to spend next year. So I really don't see them signing guys like Tony Jefferson or a guy like you like, uh, Murph, Jimmy Smith. Those are all the guys that don't have a long-term future here. I tried to set this one up for you. I volleyed it, and you just keep talking about Tony Jefferson. But guys like Tyler Johnson is someone that can certainly fit that role, right? He's a younger wide receiver, no room there at Tampa Bay. He could come over to the New York Giants. The Giants put a waiver claim in for him. Um, <clears throat> trying to think. It was, uh, that, that's the different different part of the conversation there is he's on waivers. Well, regardless whether, I mean, we're just talking about ways to improve the team, whether that's through signing a veteran that's, you know, uh, invested or vested, whatever, uh, or just putting in a waiver claim. It doesn't matter. Um, but I think those are types of moves that they'll be looking for. So Tyler Johnson's out there. Um, you know, CG talked about if they kick the tires on Alex uh, Leatherwood. Then you got John LeGlue, uh, who is uh, released today, too. He's a 26-year-old offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you got other people out there. Uh, Jason Pinnock is a safety, if you're looking for that. He was recovered by the Jets. O.J. Oh, Howard. Yeah, O.J. Howard, man. I don't – Do you do you kick the tires on that since, you know, we, we kind of need some – some depth at our tight end. I mean, or do we just I, uh, I fucking I call mean, Evan Ingram back into town? I, I've seen the point made earlier, so this isn't, you know, original, but he couldn't beat out Sweeney. Mm. I don't know. He's a bomb man. Do you think he's just not very good? Do you yeah, think he just sucks. Like, I mean, he know. couldn't he couldn't perform with the best quarterback of all time in Tampa. You know, I know they had Gronk, but and he might have caught one or two TDs, but I mean, Honestly, was- I know I was thinking about this the, to myself earlier. I would rather have Evan Ingram, and I cannot stand Evan Ingram. <laughs> he made the team. He didn't get cut. <laughs> no, he did. but like he's had a pretty big fall from grace. I would say I'm not. I'm not going to touch him I, again. I'd rather go t- chase a Jared Cook. I want a guy that can help develop my quarterback. And, and kind of be a safety valve, um, not somebody that needs to develop as well, like an O.J. Howard. I'd rather have a Anthony Fersker or, um, like I said, Jared Cook. They're, they have to sign a tight end, though, right? I mean, they're not yeah. rolling with those three. Well, the, I, I mean, they have My- Myrick as the, I guess you say, the fullback hybrid who could play tight end, but I don't think that's enough, to be honest with you. We got another Fox fan in here. Man, Fox is ready to hunt. Let's see. Um, any other guys that uh, stick out to you? Uh, Murph, I, why don't you talk about Tyler Johnson? Yeah, I mentioned it. Oh, earlier. yeah. No, I mean, I'm afraid he's going to just get scooped up before he gets to us. But obviously, he's probably 
He's got to be the hottest waiver claim out there, man. Out of all the guys cut today, I mean, Tyler Johnson's got to be one of the top guys out there for sure. So there's going to be a bunch of interest. What a shit, I just close out of that. So it's Jacksonville. It's the same, same as the draft, right? Jacksonville, Jags. Lions in front of us. Lions, Lions. Jets. So, like, I, you know, I hope he makes it to us. Um, but yeah, that'd be a great pickup for us. Somebody that I wanted when we what we drafted Slayton, right? It was that draft. It may have been a year after. Correctly, might have been the year after, but it was definitely someone sure. I wanted in in one of our drafts for sure. Um, and he's young. I, I was surprised they cut him, man. There's no way he clears though. No way, right? No, probably not. I mean, if we get lucky, obviously, but we'll see. It depends on you know J- J- Jets and I. Jets probably would, would put a claim in on him, I would imagine. I mean, I'll sign Keelan Dawes. Hmm. Or not Keelan Dawes. Was he on the Jets? No, he was on our, ours, our preseason. He's talking about Keelan Cole. Okay. Yeah, we also signed Cole. Didn't he get cut today? Yeah, he got cut. He was with the Oakland Raiders. Or, I'm sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I was trying to see if there was a position tracker, but they probably won't sign a wide receiver there. Honestly, though, guys, I mean, we I think we know where our problems lie. It's it's CB and <clears throat> tight end, and then they're obviously going to continue to chase O linemen. Yeah. Wait, so you don't think that the Giants go after a wide receiver? I think they they definitely should, but would you say that's at the top of their priorities right now? I mean, I get why you would say that is, but well, here's here's the thing: when you waiver a player, you're taking on their current contract as well, right? So if they waiver Tyler Johnson, he's still coming along with that fifth round rookie contract. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, but like, are you putting? I mean, man, I guess. We don't know how the waivers work, but yeah, I'm claiming him for sure. I'm 100%. If that's what you're asking me, I so would. In front sure. of us, it's Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston, and the Jets. Why wouldn't any of those teams not claim him as well? I guess that's you know, kind of it's like It's like, who would you rather have, uh, David Sills or Johnson? I mean, that's what it might come down to if, it, if we get him. I mean, I'm taking Johnson. I like Sills. I like what he did in the preseason, but. You know, if you want to talk about upside, and I'm taking it's probably Johnson. right. It, it does really kind of come I mean, down. Johnson to has the size and the speed to take the top off the defense. Yeah, right. It, 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 you can talk about a guy like a Darius Tony, Wondell Robinson. These guys that are quick, but they're quick after the catch as well. Tyler Johnson's a guy that you could put opposite Kenny Galladay, or if Kenny Galladay goes down, you can ha- throw him in there with a Darius Tony and Wondell to kind of take the top off of this defense. I like. I, I think I, that would probably be my top priority right now. Yeah, um, right. I know a lot of people are, you know, if they're, if they're looking at other positions that are of need. Yo, what's up, Alex? Thanks for joining us, man. What's up, man? Um, what's up? But I didn't see any cornerbacks that really shook, shook free today that are going to be able to help the Giants. 
Did you I mean, guys? I mean, Logan Ryan got released. But he, they, I think they're. They, I heard something that they're gonna try to resign him. That it was something to do with a temporary move. But I don't know. I, don't, I didn't think Logan Ryan had much left in the tank anyway when he left. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Again, we talked about this earlier. I don't think that the Giants are going to sign a waiver anyone that has a short-term future here. Uh, I think they're looking at guys for the long haul. They're still evaluating this roster, and they're going to evaluate this roster all season long. So I don't see them going and signing a guy like a Tony Jefferson or Jimmy Smith. To it, it, to them, I don't think it's about this year. Do you do you think at the trade deadline, the City Giants are, are have a winning record and they may be in contention for a wild card spot? Do you think they change that mentality and say, hey, maybe we, we swing a, a, a deal that may not be that – Short term, but still could help the team going forward. It depends because I, if I'm the Giants at that point, and let's say I'm in playoff contention, I think it's got to be are we Super Bowl contenders to make a trade at the deadline? Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about just making the playoffs at the deadline, so I'm not going to swing a move for a player that you know might just get me into the playoffs. So I don't, I, I don't look. We're still in August, but. I don't think that the Giants make any moves at the trade deadline either to improve this roster. I mean, we'll see what they do. It, I know Gettleman. <laughs> Gettleman made that move for Leonard Williams, which was kind of puzzling to me at the time. So, like you said, it's probably a pretty unconventional thing for a team that's not really in contention to make a move. So, we'll see. All right. I got no one else I really want. That's I'm trying to look through this, and it does not. Anthony Harris got cut. I know, again, that um, Art Stapleson said to uh, John LeGlue was a uh, interesting possibility there for the Giants um, because he can play both guard and center. So. Uh, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Pull up Alex's comment. Let's see. <laughs> when yeah. was that? Was that was that yeah. today or yeah, it was right before we got on. I forgot to bring that up. Oh, we get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I don't again, I don't want him. Um, but he can come, sure, why not? I don't that doesn't move the needle for me. I, I, a lot of fans are fixated on uh, correcting the tight end position, but well, I just don't. Hungry, I, bro. They want—they're salivating for wins. I get man. it. I get it. Um, Ebron sucks. Uh, I do not think he helps this team. But if he wants to come aboard, I don't think he hurts this team. It—it it, it depends. What is he looking for? What, what is he willing to play for? Why because- is he a free agent? But like we mentioned earlier, I don't think Joe Shane is going to spend money this year that he could carry over next year when the Giants will have money on the books to play with. So, so if, he, if he said he would sign a vet minimum contract, would you be down? Yeah, I think at that point I would. I agree. And I mean, CG, CG you, you agree? <clears throat> I was looking up something. I, I know Dallas um, cut a center today. I forget his name. Was it yeah, uh, Alex, the Boston, Lindstrom, Lindstrom, Alex, the Boston College Lindstrom. guy? 
Is that uh, a guy you think we should should consider? I don't know a I lot remember, about him. I remember doing a lot of mock uh, drafts where I had the Giants taking him later on in uh, in the draft, but from um, a couple people that I know that uh, know college football, uh, they said that he's not very good. Which I mean would probably explain why he was cut. Brandon was saying uh, he's soft. Uh, that he was uh, cut by the Cowboys, but I don't know. I mean, right now, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not that worried by our offensive line. They did well. I mean, in the preseason, they didn't do that bad. I mean, we were the top top rated offense. That, correct me if I'm wrong. In the whole NFL in the preseason, so we were doing something right. I think. What what's yeah, the status of a lot of our guys? That's that's the question. So I had looked up the preseason numbers the other day, which I'll run through real quick uh, here as well. But one of the stats that I saw today, which uh, they alluded to, was the Giants had the most pass attempts in the preseason and also gave up the least amount of sacks um, in the preseason. So that's a little encouraging. But, again, the Giants' first team also didn't face opposing teams' first team. And then you're playing against second and third teams as well. So we keep down to – uh, perspective, but the Giants through the uh, 2022 preseason, they finished fifth in points per game, 25 a game. They finished first in passing yards per game, 272.7. They finished 14th in rushing yards per game, 110, and they finished first overall in total yards per game, 382.7. Look, guys, I'll be honest right now. If that is our number through the regular season, I, it, it, there's going to be a lot to be cheerful about. So those offensive numbers would just go hand-in-hand hand with the explosion that everybody was looking for from the offense, right? Yeah. But guess what, though? This is a real world. So there's give and take. There's balance. There's yin and the yang. So the Giants' defense ranked 29th in points per game, allowing 24.7 points a game. They were 32nd. They were last in the league in uh, passing yards allowed, 267 per game. They were third, however, in rushing yards allowed. They only allowed 70 yards per game. So that run defense was really good throughout the preseason so far. And it's those guys up front. I know fans are starting to warm up to Leo Williams now. So I say, ah, well, you know, maybe he deserved the contract. But total yards per game, the Giants, again, were ranked 28th, allowing 337 yards a game. They were a league worst in passing yards allowed. And that, I think, is what Murph was alluding to earlier. We got to do something about that secondary. We need Nobody a CB2. right now feels comfortable with Aaron Robertson as our CB2. I'm worried. And, and this is what I can envision right now. First game, less than two weeks away, we lose 38 to 37. And why we lose? Because our defense sucks, you know? And, and, you know, I'm really excited that we're putting points on the board because I think we're going to need something to keep us, you know, inter interested if that's the case. Because if we can't stop anyone – you're going to have to put up like 35 points a game, you know? I mean, going back to your Tyler Johnson thing, man, there's no way you can put a priority on a wide receiver or a cornerback right now. There's no way. 
You got a Dory, okay. you got Holmes, you got A-Rob, you got Flot, and you got Rodarius. Is Rodarius going to IR tomorrow? That's a huge question. If he goes to IR, you have fucking four corners. You have to get a corner tomorrow. I get Not it, Mark, but you don't have to prioritize cornerback over a wide receiver because at the end of the day, you also want the most talented player. You're not going to pass on a wide receiver just to take a cornerback that might have been fifth on somebody else's depth chart or sixth. You still want talent on this team. Tyler Johnson is 26 years old. He's still young. So in terms of – I don't think the Giants have to necessarily prioritize what their needs are. I mean, do we just push tight end to third priority? Who are you gonna? Who are you putting a waiver claim in on? I'm just saying, like, it's crazy, dude. We 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 have a lot of. No, I get it. Giants <laughs> fans, you know, we got a short term memory. Ricky Seals Jones is still on this team. He's just on IR right now. I thought he's on full IR. He's on full IR. Yeah, he's not on return. Right, so he's out for the season. He's gone too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. I just don't know who else that they put a claim in on. I dude, I, uh, I'm sorry we're going backwards here, but I was surprised they cut Austin Allen. He did pretty decent. I would have kept Austin Allen over Tanner Hudson. Yeah, but Tanner Hudson's still young, but yet he's kind of got that veteran experience, though. I was surprised. They're probably hoping he's going to slide through. He probably will, but um, sorry, sorry to go backwards there. No, it's fine. I'm just, again, it's just, I don't think you have to necessarily prioritize one position over the other to sacrifice talent. That's all. Yeah, we just had four huge, massive needs <laughs> wide receiver, corner, center, and um, tight end. Yeah. Well, again, the reason that we're talking about this is because the Giants' offensive rankings through the preseason were very good, um, especially their passing game. And then the total yards uh, per game as well. Oh, I feel like I'm chopping up there a little bit, was I? Yeah, no. So. Oh, okay. I'm slowing down on my side. And then the defense, the defense had the worst pass defense through the entire preseason, ranking 32nd in the NFL. So that's what Merv's point was about going back to the cornerback versus wide receiver. And it, it's a legitimate concern. I'll tell you what. I mean, going back to the original point, um, let me see. I forget who it was uh, who wanted to bring in amazing guy said that, you know, bring in Tony Jefferson. If the Giants can bring in a safety on a cap friendly contract, maybe it's not so bad to move Julian Love out to that other cornerback position. I do remember I loved. He did play that first season on the outside on the perimeter and towards the end of the season because he was injured. He came in towards the end of the season. And he did play pretty good. So he's going to get toasted, I but mean, he's going to give one hundred and ten percent. I think he. I think he might. I haven't seen him there in a while, but I think he could do an adequate job. Probably better than what Robinson's been giving us. But it's still a concern. It still needs, needs to somehow be dealt with. Something. And then the problem is, how do you not develop Aaron Robinson? He's got to play in order to develop. He's a slot. He's a slot corner, though. I mean, that was that was his mo in college. And I think he's out. So of then, position. Do you part, put Darnay outside then? I mean, 
you got to they're they're going to have to keep throwing they got to keep throwing slime at the wall. Something's going to stick, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, somebody's going to step with up and play. I hope. My thing with A Rob is that it's just what CG said, man. Like, and he wasn't on the on with us last year at this time, but like we always thought that A Rob was Jabril Prepper's kind of money backer replacement, right? We knew we were gonna get out of Jabril one day, and we were gonna have prop. Well, back then we were gonna need a money backer for Patrick Graham's defense, and in my opinion, like I know I remember talking about it a little bit. All we really talked about was A-Rob in the slaughter kind of being like a, a linebacker. So I never really saw him being that CB2. So I don't know why we I, ever – I really don't like, remember having that conversation. If we did, I remember having a conversation about McKinney, not about yeah, Aaron Robinson. It, it was A-Rob because he's physical. That was his thing. He was, he was a run-stopping slot corner. I remember the Eagles were pissed off because we jumped them for him, and I think they're concerned – remembering from the draft last year was that he was going to fit in really good in their scheme as a slot yeah. corner. He so, went to Bama and then he like transferred home because he's homesick and I think he got hurt, but he's an inside guy in my opinion. Always was like, I, I, I'm not going to go on my tangent mage, but this is why I'm missing Bradbury, bro. Like it's like the wide receivers got a lot of the guys that do a lot of the same things very well. Playing, you woke up with tears in your eyes this morning talking about Bradbury. I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to revisit that again. I just said we're not good. You, you, you were certainly on one this morning. It just kills me that the Eagles are stacked. It's on paper though. Let's see them win. I, I remember ten years ago the Eagles were stacked. You remember <laughs> Gandhi Asaba? And yeah. they were saying, oh, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And they the dream won. team. The dream team. I remember that. Don't, Wasn't that the year don't. we won the Super Bowl? I think it could have been. <laughs> uh, who, they also um, uh, they also had somebody at either linebacker or line that year that they picked up, too. Oh. They picked up a few players that year. But, yeah, yeah I won. I think Aaron Robinson needs time to develop, and he's got to play in order to to get that type of uh, development. But if you're really concerned, then you know if the Giants do end up making a move for a safety, maybe you do move Julian Love. Then the guy's not going to complain about it. Um, it's just I don't know if that's an upgrade over what we have right now. I think that's the concern there. I, I mean, all right. All right. Anything else before we close out with the uh, Murphy's confused cursing at his computer? Do we have anything else that we want to close out with the waivers before uh, we start to wrap up soon? Did you see the uh, Eagles trade? I know it's not waiver related, but the Eagles traded for Gardner Johnson. Yeah. Gardner Johnson that. gets burnt quite a bit, though, too. Um, you know, because my buddy's a Saints fan, so I, I tend to pay attention to them a little bit. Uh, but Garner Johnson's he, he's a good cornerback, but he's just he's another guy too that's going to get burnt in coverage. Um, but he'll he'll make some plays. They they're loaded though. They got Hassan Reddick, they got uh James Bradbury, Darius Slay, Trey for Gardner Johnson. They did release Anthony Harris though, safety. Hmm. Um but yeah, they, they they 
that defense too, and then uh, Jordan Davis, who is a guy that uh, Murph certainly liked a lot this year coming out. Uh, so they are loaded. So we'll see what they do. But um, and on that offensive side of the ball, I think their biggest question I, it, right now it really has to be at quarterback. It's Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, but, is he going to, is he going to have a soft? Is he going to come in and um, do what he did last year, or is he going to come back and have a regression? I mean, Nick Sirianni, that's another thing we're talking about. Eagles, is he going to be able to replicate what he did last year? And there's a lot of pressure on him now to do so. Yeah, I mean, but we've also seen McAdoo take the Giants to the playoffs in year one, too. So I'm hoping that Nick Sirianni has the same type of luck that McAdoo did. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, the Eagles really are loaded. You got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. That offensive line, man, it, I mean, Cam Jurgens. <laughs> I, I forget who it was, but uh, all offseason, somebody's uh, certainly been uh, his biggest hype, man. But Cam Jurgens has looked really good, too. Um, that defense is just stacked, too. They, um, their linebacking crew has on Reddick. They got uh, Nicobe Dean. They drafted yeah, as well. Yeah. So we'll see, man. Um, I think we just have to be concerned with who the Giants are, what the Giants are doing. And I don't think that they, they're going to be competitive. I don't think their main goal is to compete with the NFC East this year, if that makes any sense. Yeah. They'll do so being competitive, but I don't think that they're, you know, looking at winning the NFC East this year as a realistic possibility. Well, we'll find out a lot. I mean, I think four out of the last six games or something like that is against those teams in NFC East. So, I mean, there'll be some time. We'll know about this team by November, whether or not it's going to be doing anything but looking to rebuild, you know, by next year. So, that's we'll find out fast. Yep, sure will. All right, uh, moving along, team captains. So, there were team captains named today voted on by uh, their fellow teammates. Those team captains were Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Andrew Thomas. On the defensive side of the ball, it was Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, Xavier McKinney, uh, and then special teams was Gano, Kreider, Cam Brown, and then Julian Love received what they're calling a hybrid because he received some defensive votes, some special teams votes. So Julian Love rounds it out with uh, number 10. So how are you guys feeling about that? What happened to Blake Martinez? I mean, you know, he was captain. He got demoted, I guess. I guess a lot of new players or what do you guys think about that? The teammates spoke. Mm. I get it. You know, I guess the question is, how could you not vote for Xavier McKinney this year over Blake Martinez? Blake got the dot taken away, and they gave it to McKinney. So McKinney is the quarterback on that defense. I, I think that's that's probably by default taking it away yeah. from Blake and then giving it to Xavier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know the dynamics. I know that he took a pay cut, um, that um, Blake Martinez. But this whole preseason, it's been – a move away from him as the captain of the defense to McKinney. So in my mind, it just makes sense. You know, that's where the team is headed. 
What were you going to say, Murph? Yeah, I didn't. I was just. I don't think he got it stripped, like you were saying, by default, because he's kind of more the playmate or the uh, the signal caller in this this scheme. Be hard for Blake to wear the dot in this scheme. Um, well, that's what I'm saying, though. But whoever wears the dot is generally probably a captain on that team defense. Well, and I, I expected Shep to probably be in there. It was voted on by teammates. Yeah. So it wasn't a decision that the coaching staff made. Yeah. Um, injury I, update. I don't care about captains, bro. I can never tell when you're done because you will wait a good 45 seconds, complete silence, and then just restart up again with the same thought. Injury update? No. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm just waiting to see if Murph has anything else on the captains. Uh, not a big fan. Don't really care. Not a big fan of what? The captains? I like the whole, all the hype surrounding that kind of stuff. It's just I, I think about it, and then we talk about what the plan probably is for this team, not wanting to add a whole lot of money, kick the can down, the road to next year when they'll be able to spend a little bit more. Um, I don't think they're going to add much improvement to this team now as presently constructed. Yeah, they're going to make some moves. Uh, how much of an upgrade is it going to be, though? Uh, the reason why I say all that, because poor Danny, poor Danny got the C on his chest. I don't think they're going to make any significant upgrades this year. Danny's still going to be expected to do more with less. And poor guy probably won't even be here next year. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, will Dexter be here next year? Will Julian Love be here next year? I do I do think that Dexter Lawrence will be uh, part of their future. Yeah, he got the uh, – Xavier I think will be as well. Will um, Saquon? I think they like Saquon. I'm, I, we haven't seen much of Saquon in the preseason. The offense is going to be better, for sure. And the other thing is, too, we went we went through those offensive stats, too. Giants were first in total points, uh, total yards per game, right? What we saw in preseason was probably only about 60% of what they wanted to show. So come the regular season, they're going to open up that playbook much more. Much more. So we're certainly going to see probably more RPOs, a little bit different. We might see Galladay probably more involved. Uh, We're going to see definitely Saquon more involved. We're probably going to see more uh, two-back formations. I don't know what they're going to do in terms of personnel-wise. You know, 11, 12, 13 personnel. We just don't have the tight ends for it. Uh, So it's going to certainly be interesting to see what they do going forward. But the reason why I mentioned that, though, is Danny was voted a captain, and it may be his last year with the New York Giants wearing that C on his chest. So Let's sure hope not. But I am excited for tomorrow. Will, will we see waiver claims tomorrow? I, I, we will. Uh, I was reading. I could be wrong. It It's either at midnight tonight we should start seeing them. 
Or it would be 12 p.m. tomorrow. So it's one of the two. Yeah, so we'll so, see. We'll see who else is not here tomorrow. What happened? I mean, I guess because they're going to have to cut guys off this or move. So before we hang up, I guess the potential of opening three spots is there tomorrow. Rodarius. Well, Art Stapleton said earlier that they plan on moving Shane Lemieux and Ellison Smith to the short-term IR. Ooh, I forgot about Ellison. So what about... Well, okay. So that opens up two spots. Right? Because there's no one else on a good IR, I guess, besides Radarius. I haven't seen him at all. Dan Belton's not going to IR. So I think they'll I think they'll make corresponding moves too if they do end up getting some. We talked about those roster bubble guys. They could end up having a corresponding move with an incoming waiver uh, claim. So you could see Carter Coughlin suddenly not make this team. Right. Um, right. You know, maybe Tomon Fox suddenly gets released. Um, maybe a guy like DJ Davidson will be released too. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, yeah. I think there's other moves that will correspond with anybody that they pick up. But you have to put in the claim first, and then you have to see whether or not you're awarded the claim. Uh, so they're not going to release anybody anticipating a claim when they're not sure if they're going to be granted them or not. So Joe Shane's probably grinding it out right now. Yeah, I'm sure it's a late night. As we speak. Brandon Brown. Yep. All right. Uh, CG, we didn't come to you for our injury update today. you have any injury news? We kind of talked about it. I mean, uh, I think Ellison Smith and uh, Lemieux are both going to short-term IR. Uh, a couple of other guys, uh, Chris Myark is questionable. He's recovering. Tyrod Taylor, you know, he's another one to keep an eye on. I think if they were really concerned about his health, you know, Davis Webb would, would be would have made the roster, so I think he'll be fine. And then uh, Daniel Bellinger has been dealing with um, – he had the concussion, or but apparently he was practicing today, so – you know, that's pretty much it for the injuries for that for since the last time we talked. All right. That's it, guys. We've been doing this for an hour now. Any closing remarks? Should be an interesting two weeks. I think there will be some more moves in the next couple of days. I am excited about the seasons. Going to be a week from Thursday from the first game, the Bills and um, the Rams. So, you know, we're getting there. It's almost September, and uh, it's going to be good. Let's let's go Giants. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that first game, too. Um, I originally had something to do on the 11th, which I just cleared my schedule for that day. <laughs> so I am, I, I, I'm excited to watch the Giants this year, and in particular that offense. We talked about what the offensive numbers look like during the preseason. I want to continue to see that explosion from the offense. I want to see – 25 points a game, something that we haven't seen the Giants doing quite some time. Um, instead, we get the freaking quarterback sneak on third and fourth down. So, Murph. No, I agree with y'all. Next two weeks are going to feel like uh, the whole summer all over again, but um, I'm excited. Tomorrow will be like Christmas. You know, you know, I love all that waiver shit. So, 
Football is back, baby. Yeah, I watched uh, I watched Nebraska versus – did y'all watch that game? Versus uh, Northwestern in Ireland? Yep. Uh, Nebraska sucks. I mean, <laughs> they just – you Both know. Both of them sucked. Yeah. The quarterbacks are so trash. <laughs> you lose to Northwestern. I mean, yeah. they suck. <laughs> some of these Giants haters need to go watch some college football and see how bad some quarterbacks are. I remember back in the in the nineties when Nebraska was, you know, even earlier than that. Nebraska was one of those teams, and now they're just they're like they're like Rutgers. They're not very good. I mean, Scott Frost, I think he's lost 20, 20 of his thirty games by less than eight points. I'm surprised he has a job. That's well, he's an alumni. That's the well, that's probably. Why. <laughs> but yeah, but no. Go Giants, man. All right. That's going to wrap up this episode of the Giants Report. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Amazing guy. Blue City. Big Blue in the Bronx. Make sure you check out their channel as well here on YouTube. Big Blue in the Bronx. Uh, Alex does a great job over there. Taj, thank you for joining us. TJ, Nick the Wick making his appearance. Guys, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We come here live for you. We love the interaction, the engagement. Make sure you join us every Tuesday at 8 p.m. And that's going to wrap up this episode of Giants Report. Peace and love, everyone.